So guys, I'm really grateful that we are here today to talk about Unnested, my, you know, baby, our baby in a lot of ways. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. So we have on my right. Uh, this is Tanayri Machuga Torres, the AD for Unnested. And to my left. Yes, left. It wasn't right. I am Leila, uh, the producer for Unnested. Happy to be here. And now to my left. To her left, this is Manuel Fernandez. I was the production designer of Unnested. And to my left is... Dion Gideon, uh, cinematographer and feature art producer. Nice. And, uh, yeah. And to your left is Sabrina Federhofer, um, writer and director of Unnested and co-editor of the film. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. And, of course, all the work that you guys put into the film. And I can't wait to share my love to you guys individually as we go through this and just go through this film because it was such a big process. So I know it's going to be really fun to talk about this. So the film, if you don't know, listeners, is about empty nest syndrome, which is not an official um, like psychosis in a way, but it's just a collection of symptoms that parents can go through when their children leave the family home. So I never really seen that depicted in media a lot. So I thought that would be something cool to kind of tackle um originally it was going to be a drama but um professor augustine our professor you know from mdc he was like no you're a good comedy writer you should make this a comedy it'll be really fun so yeah the film is them kind of dealing with those feelings and using social media to kind of work through that and i think it's a really um it's a modern film but i feel like it's timeless at the same time so Mm -hmm. yeah um Yeah, I got inspired by my parents. So you guys met my parents and everything. You could see like the visually. Very comical at the the very least. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. My parents are very like, I I think like they work as a sitcom. So it was was a no brainer to me to pick them. Um, Even like now, like yesterday, we were like cooking together. And, like, just their interactions, I'm like, oh, my God, it's, like, Joanna and Gerard. Like, <laughs> it's just they're, like, they don't need to do anything. Like, it's just being them and their dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the comedy writes itself. So I had to pull from them. And also, like, you know, they've supported me all my life, especially as an artist and a filmmaker. So I feel like for my thesis project, it made sense to, like, give the film back to them. Mm-hmm. So, Aww. yeah, I hope I hope that they they enjoy it. I mean, I know they enjoy it. My mom, every time I'm, like, editing it or anything, she, like, tries to sneak over and look at what I'm doing. And I'm like, no, you have to wait till December. You have to see it later. So, yeah. I'm sure you guys, like you said, you could tell how my parents were. and, and Yeah, and yeah. being on set, watching you make this for them and having them be on set and look at everything and look so inspired by you, it was an amazing experience honestly yeah it is true i have to add that the fact that your parents were there made a big difference to all of us even though i'm not i don't feel like you know they could be my parents but (laughs) but it it made a difference the the support and the um, the love that they had for the project for Mm -hmm. every one of us Mm -hmm. Uh, the way they cook the meals. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And um, it's it's really nice to see that. I relate to being unnested in a way because my son left uh, our house uh, five years ago. And you always try to get close to them and, you know, in a way be in their lives. And you know that they are great. You don't, you don't, uh, have a children to have them all your life with you but when they leave 
yeah. they really leave uh, an empty nest. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. I did want to say it was the first set I had been on where I uh, met the director's parents. And that was a very <laughs> uh, unique experience for me. But Rob and Selena being there, um, I think a lot of sets kind of have like a familial uh characteristic about them but there was something a little bit different here and i think like rob and selena were like the glue kind of like binding everything together so mm-hmm. i think that was Honestly. very unique about this about That's this so film yeah we love you yes yeah we love you um but yeah i think it is cool just to have to have you know two parents two parent home and it Plus, to even support you the way they did, I think it's really cool. Um, it's just a blessing. Yeah. I think it's a huge blessing. That's yeah. really cool. So, shout out to Robert and Selena. Yeah. For supporting sure. you. Having your back. Nice. One of my one of my favorite moments with them was when we were prepping the, 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 prep, the oh, prep day. Yeah. Um, when we were building, before. like, a couch or something like that. We were building shelves, couches. We were, yeah. so we were building everything on this film, okay? <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah um and i don't know where we just decided to look at in youtube high school musical oh songs <laughs> yeah. and we we're just singing our hearts out and they were just looking at us in awe yeah and then after he was like i i've never seen any other friendship where you just spontaneously while you're working you just sing out all your favorite songs from yeah. from your house from your childhood yeah and it was super super nice and super gratifying to see he was talking to me yeah. to see you and sabrina just do that i don't know where yeah. and i was like oh, this is, i'm gonna cry <laughs> but yes it was really it was a really cool experience i remember that yeah. yes i love that day that was that was great um it felt like a genuine moment of friendship yeah, yeah so and we were trying to teach manny the songs he's yeah. never seen never, he never saw high school music oh which is I, just, I don't That's get it. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? And he is having an excuse. He was in that era. He's our generation. So uh-huh. There's no there's no excuse. But, but that's yeah. one of the greatest things of uh, this group and this film is that we really felt like a family. Yeah. And uh and everybody working it mm-hmm. put so much effort and so much work into having things done well yeah mm-hmm. and um and there was no one moment of drama Mm-mm. or something weird going on it was so cool the yeah. whole time yeah. and we spent a lot of time together because this oh, is yeah. one of the largest longest productions, productions yeah. that we have produced oh yeah and uh, a lot of locations a lot of company Planning. moves and stuff yeah. like that and you know when that happens you you, you know there you Things may um, go wrong between the mm-hmm. the people that are working, but yeah. in this case, none of that, no. none of that no. happened. So it's, I think it was the smoothest mm-hmm. production yeah. I've been a part of for sure. Even though it was like the biggest one too, but in terms of like socially, like that element, the emotional element, I guess, the personal element, that was really good. And that's what we want. Like at least like for me, like going into this industry. Um, like of course you want to make good art but like there's no point of doing all this work and all this money and time and effort if like you're not having fun or like you're not making genuine connections and like 
I don't know, you're not making like that lasting impact like on set, like being that light on set. Because yeah, the film might be good, but like you have like bad stories or whatever from set. It's like, it kind of taints everything, you know, but Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we saw like in the featurette, for example, like just everyone who went up, they were just saying like, oh yeah, it was so fun. And they would share their stories. So I'm just, that's what makes it all worthwhile, you know. Sometimes if I'm tired, I'm like, oh, I got to keep doing this or whatever, like editing it or whatever. Like you look back at like the BTS and you're like, mm-hmm. we did that. And like people had fun and like, yeah, we did that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really good. We were talking about, um, when you were gone, about the, when we were trying to teach you high school musical music in my house. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't understand <laughs> the, <laughs> the tragedy of Gabby and Troy. Oh, yeah. Um, I still really don't, but way. being introduced to it was like a cultural awakening for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I you have to watch the Disney movies. Kid and, <laughs> I mean, we'll see if there's ever, you know, like when the time comes, you know, uh, I'll tell Sabrina like, hey, I, I watched it. You'll be ready. <laughs> you know, but we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like a lot of those films have influenced me like um, writing wise and like directing yeah, wise. Um, talking about the inspiration, <laughs> the inspiration of the film. Yeah, nice segue. Um, yeah, I was. I've been recently. I went to a Jonas Brothers concert. Like Manny knows, um, <laughs> like two weeks ago. That's how I. That's how I got sick. But whatever. Um, and I've been watching like their series from Disney Plus. Like I've been watching. Oh my their god! Yeah, old. Yeah, from like two thousand eight or nine or whatever it is, with my parents because they're you know interested. Especially my mom. Like my mom loves like those old Disney or like Nickelodeon shows. So we watch them together now. Because, you know, they just want to get close with me, yeah, you know, see, like, what you grew up on and stuff. Before um, you leave the nest. Yeah, right? <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Even for me, though, like, growing, like, getting older, it's, like, it's nice to look back and have that nostalgia. And I've realized, like, a lot of, like, the humor, like, the little, the things that they do. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, like, I put that into, like, my work a lot of times. So, um, I've told a friend once, I was like, I, I want to make films that, like, have that feeling of, like, DCOMs, Disney original movies and things like that um like from our youth but like look like you know nice and like a Wes Anderson <laughs> film you know like yeah, of course. if you can like merge the gap you know make like good family content that's like like a wide audience can enjoy but like it also has a lot of artistic merit and stuff like that so that's why like for example production design and costuming was pretty important to me like I wanted the film to have like a signature look so maybe Manny can talk about that yeah, I think this film definitely proposed like an interesting challenge, mainly because uh, I think it kind of had, I, I don't know, it kind of had this draw, it, it had this appeal to me that brought me into art department in the first place. And it was just how reliant you wanted uh, the setting and the costuming and just the overall look of the film to reflect the conflict and reflect the, yeah. you know, the struggles with um with uh with the two main characters so i think uh just trying to find a blend of nostalgia clashing you know with this like contemporary you know uh world and style of today you know especially with like the social media uh tie-in i think that was pretty fun you know it kind of feels like they're clinging on to something that's no longer around and you know they're a little uncomfortable with the way things are today and um I think it was fun just to, especially from an art perspective and just seeing all the crazy locations and sequences and set pieces they're a part of, just how they kind of start to embrace that a little bit more. Yeah. So 
Um, I think a huge selling point as to like why I got into art to begin with was it felt like I could add details to the characters or the setting or the conflict just visually. And I felt like that's something I always love to do in writing. So finding another way to do that on set was like, oh my God, like it was awakening. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wow, there's like more than one way you can do this, you know? So um, it was fun being able to like tap into that on, on this film. I love that. And her costume too, like same thing with the production design. I wanted to to um, be like iconic looks and like color palettes. Like you think of like Jurassic Park, like you immediately know what they wear in the film. Like there's films that you kind of know the color scheme well you know it's like for ellie settler in the movie she wears like pink with blue and the khaki pants like you remember these things and even though we had like multiple costume changes because it was like multiple days and multiple locations i wanted like both characters to have like kind of like that signature style that you're like okay he's that way and again it plays into the character of like why he's that way he's a mechanic so he dresses with denim and things like that and he's all american so it's like the red white and blue and then with her she's a little bit more fancy and so she has like and feminine so she has like these pink colors and nice pastels and stuff like that so shout out to our costume designer and stylist uh, Juanita Garcia she can Juana. be with us but um <laughs> it was just a fantastic experience with her she's so talented I've known her for so many years and what's amazing is that she had like everything we needed basically like especially well mostly for your high-risk character Joanna because she's a woman <laughs> so she didn't have like male clothes but um for, for her, yeah, she had, like, everything that I needed. She had, like, silk shirts. And, like, the colors were right. Even for um, our Daniel Devo character. Nah. Stargazer. <laughs> Shout out to Kilton Chris. <laughs> Kilton yeah. Chris. Kilton Javier. Javier, yeah. Javier yes. Yeah. Shout out to him, our actor there. I love him. Yeah, like, she had that gold shirt that I wanted. I wanted, like, a disco kind of thing. And he had the pants, but she had that gold shirt. It's a woman's shirt, actually. <laughs> but she had it. And it fit him perfect. Cause he, hey, it works yeah. how it works. It works. <laughs> it works, yeah. So it's just like little things like that. You look back and you're like, wow, like you didn't even have to like, I'm going to say try. And even if we had to, we would have done it. But like these little moments like that, you're like, wow, like it, like, it came, it just, it worked out, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was just really great. But you mentioned like, you know, the many locations we have. So how is juggling that AD producers? You know, oh my gosh. Like, I'm going to leave it to them to talk about that. And then I'll yes. be like, yep. Mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> wow. That was, that was quite the, a range of things that we had to look for. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, um, they were very specific. So, um, even though it was a lot of locations, we managed to find, I think, the right ones. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, I, uh, I, it, it took us a while to get the locations um, because of the permits and all that. Even though we started earlier, um, but they always take time to yeah. answer you, and uh, you know you have to be persistent, <laughs> and I am. And I was like <laughs> on top of these people and they, mm -hmm. to the point that, that I was getting to be annoying, annoying to them, but I didn't care because I needed an answer. Mm -hmm. um, everybody was responding positively, positively um, to our requests and uh, even to the hours, the amount of hours, because yeah. we didn't have enough money to pay for, you know, stuff, big stuff. But yeah. everybody was good. And... Um, and uh, one of the logistic problems that we had is that uh, 
some of them were really far away from each other. So we have to divide them. And that's when uh, Tana was uh, struggling yeah. with the schedule because we need to complete it a lot of things in yeah. five days. We didn't have any more. And, uh, and the locations weren't close to each other. No, specific, uh, the, I the think airport? we, we <laughs> managed to do only one company move. The, from yeah. the paintball place to the beach to the to beach the yeah and it was scary because the weather forecast wasn't in our side either oh yeah um it rained it rained <laughs> on the beach mm -hmm. but then the sun came out and it was so beautiful mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. it worked perfectly it was yeah. like the the storm and after the rainbow and it was super great mm -hmm. um But those locations, man. It was my first time ADing something with company moves Ooh. overall. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Because before I've only AD'd, like, we, we are in this location for this day, mm -hmm. this right. day, and this day. Maybe the fourth day we are somewhere else, right. but no company moves in the middle and of the day. And we have two. We have two days of company moves. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. And it was the first and the last day. Oh, yes. The stadium, the, the, the art gallery, stadium oh. from the, the art gallery, gallery. Oh, the, art gallery. <laughs> the first day of shooting. <laughs> oh the, my gosh, we went from the art gallery to the stadium. Yes, yeah, it, and finding that art gallery was uh was not easy, but luckily, we got a friend yeah. that uh allowed us to get in her in his place and do what we needed to do with yeah. some restrictions. But you know, no, every location has restrictions, yeah. so and it was great. Yeah, it was personal, He was super nice. Personal mm -hmm. gallery. And yeah. And we had like the rights to all his work too. So that definitely helped with production design. So all it right. really did work out. Yeah. It was it was really good. Yeah. I remember all those days, like going to the den, you know, Dion mm. and Katana. And oh I, yeah. Uh, oh we, yeah. We had to plan out each day. And I mean that's like that's filmmaking, you know? Like mm -hmm. I've and, done that. And Tana texting me. Like, can we do this? Yeah. <laughs> Is it okay if we... So it's like, here's the thing. Can we have a little bit more time? <laughs> right. We might have to put lunch, you know, at this time. Yeah, I remember. It was great. Because, you know, we're working, like, let us say, we're working around, like, their, what, what's available to them, you know, the place, what they give us. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, if we have a company move, we have to make sure we do everything on time and then be able to move. And then we have to factor in lunch. And, then, of course, all the setup time for every shot. So... It's you're I really think, working a lot with different factors and everything. I think that one of the things that made this recording time, this production time work so smoothly was the constant communication I have with you, Lela, mm -hmm. because whatever they told me, whatever Dion and Sabrina came up with in shot lists and storyboards and overheads, mm. I would be like, so Lela, this is what's up. <laughs> And I'm trying to contain it, <laughs> uh, but I don't want to like creatively shut them down. Mm -hmm. So you tell me what the restrictions are right now, and that's I'm gonna push them until that point. Yeah. If yeah. that goes over, I will shut it down for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, and we did. We and did. That's exactly yeah. what happened. And I think there was only one day that we went over, but. Oh, the last day, no? It was the... Like the, in the car? The car scene? Or no? Um, I want to say yes, because there was some 
No, we were pretty good. We were pretty good in yeah. I remember like because we were like no, the the one the one thing that is is was really funny was when we were at the airport and we left. No, we we went over time a little bit what the which what the location has allowed us, (laughs) but not only that, we finish. And the truck driver gives oh, okay. the keys to Sabrina. Yes. She leaves with her family. Yeah. And then they have to come back all the way from Miami to you Homestead no, to we, give we us the key for the truck. Yeah. yeah. That was That was crazy. Yeah, I that totally, was crazy. Yeah. So, and we all yeah. sat down around the truck, the grip truck I saw pictures, yeah. in the grass <laughs> with a sunset, like, a beautiful oh, sunset. My, uh, my lord. <laughs> I saw the pictures. I was like, okay, at least they're calm. You know, they're not running around. Yeah, Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, in the hecticness, the the driver, which he should not be named, but we know. Absolutely, I absolutely blame the the driver. He had many hats on this. Don't worry, Um, it wasn't your fault. Yeah, he had like give it. It was crazy because we were like putting costume on him. Yeah, and he like handed it to me, and I put it in like my vest, you know, my little vest. I put it in the pocket, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, whatever. He's like, I don't know what to do with this. I mean, I could, I should like threw it over to you quickly, but you know, it's the hecticness, and then mm. I'm already, we're already driving. We didn't go all the way back to Miami yet. We were, we were still like on the highway, but it was like halfway. So yeah. and yeah. it's like a long drive. So yeah, he, there, he's like, do you have it? I'm like, no. Oh yes! Mm. <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh! So yeah, my parents were like, "It's crazy." But I'm like, "I'm sorry." It's just it's one of those things that happen. Like it's just in the in the crazy. It was bound that happen. to happen because yeah. everything was going everything well. Was too good. And <laughs> and then I don't know it's where. True. Bam! And it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, but it's a memory. We're talking about it, it now. of course, yeah, and it was you a good guys have thing. a little circle. Yeah, of love. yeah. So. <laughs> but everything else. I think it worked out. I remember, I think my parents were trying to distract, like, the the skydiving people that worked there, I think. Like, I, that's what my dad was telling me. He's like, yeah, we were, like, giving them food, talking with them. We had, like, the, the they were giving them water and everything. So I think they were kind of just chilling, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I have to confess us. that I also went and had a beer with them. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm older. No. So, hey, she's she's yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Yes. <laughs> That's the producer job right there. Yeah, that's how good our producer is. So I stayed is. with them for a while, and then I was like, okay, I wish they are finishing the scene yeah. while I was talking BS with them. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing some back. Oh, my gosh. Love it. I love it. Yeah. But you had mentioned the the rain. Oh, the <laughs> which, rain, yes. Yes, I wish I know Dion has some really good stories a lot of people have from, a lot of yes, stories that was that, that day, day was so um, many different angles i think it was a like a fan favorite day i guess because the beach m- day yeah because yeah. most people like tell us like oh yeah, yeah when's your favorite like when was your favorite moment and they always say like the same moment or usually from that day uh. so it was a sunny day i definitely felt like it was it was like a fun day because we were we did paintballing we already had done the day before was the the plane stuff, which was like I feel like that was a taxing day because it was like oh, yeah. dealing with like you know the wind and just being in that plane and like a lot of you know like G and E stuff and just like yeah like a lot of corny. But the next day, I feel like it was a little bit more tame. Obviously, we had the company move from paintball to the beach, so that took time. But I think it could tell like everyone was in like a kind of like a high spirits because you're like filming in a paintball place and it's like. It was nice and sunny, and then, like, we drove over to the beach, and, like, we had lunch on the beach. Like, not on the beach, but, like, next to the beach and like, the picnic area. And that just put everyone in a good mood. 
And then it rained. <laughs> and then, like, no, it wasn't a sprinkle, peoples. Yeah. It was rain. Rain. <laughs> like, yes. Miami rain. Showers. Yeah. A lot of showers. Definitely. And I don't know, people but we were hid singing. in their cars. We were singing. Oh, yes. So Someone hid inside the U-Haul with all the equipment. Yes, yes. And then... It was still raining, but it, it kind of like died down a little bit, and they just went outside. All the grips, all the art, everybody. all everybody just went outside and started dancing in the rain. Yeah, thank God nobody got sick. No, I don't think so. But no, thankfully, no. It was For such sure. a funny moment and such like a serendipity, <sighs> a relief. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. obviously, rain is the worst thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think like it just it was a testament to show like how good our crew was that like it didn't and there affect was, them there's, there's another element to that day we had to return the equipment to the oh, er really yeah yeah and yeah. we were struggling to get there oh wow. and i kept calling the er to give us a little bit more time and it was like right on the dot oh man i don't even i don't even know <laughs> that's how good you guys are i don't even know <laughs> no way yeah i remember like well, I know Dion has a really good story from that, but for me, I had ran into the the driving area, like the 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 driver's seat area or whatever of the U-Haul. So it was me. Oh my gosh, Sam Salazar, shout out to Sam Salazar, the best DIT ever. He had you know his little MacBook and everything because he had a setup like outside by the beach, but he ran with all his little gadgets and stuff, the hard drive, the big G raid. Yeah, he had to run with that. He ran inside there, so he's sitting in the passenger seat. I ran in. I'm like sitting. But it doesn't have like a middle seat. It's like this weird thing that's there. So like I was sitting on that. And then Victor and Ivan run in there as well. Like sardine themselves in there. So it's the four of us in there. And these guys start playing music. And I'm over here like, oh my God. Like literally it's like raining during the film. I'm like, oh my God. But like they definitely brought my spirits up. And they had their little speaker and they were playing disco, which is like my favorite genre. So it was so great. And when it died down, that's when we got outside and we were still playing the music and everyone's like, hey, guys, you know, the rain. But then they hear the music and we're all like, OK, let's party. So we did like this dance circle and everything. So it was just great to have like. I want to hear Dion's story and but see yes, what Dion happened story. with Dion's eyes. He shared um, during the featurette. But yeah, it's a great story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess we was, I guess, kind of transitioning off from lunch. Mm-hmm. Um and it was kind of just like that kind of middle ground between like lunch and like prepping and the camera was like prepped on the one of the picnic tables and yeah it started raining and um i forgot who was at the table because i think maybe it was lewis pastor i think he quickly like tried to cover it with like a sweater or something but jamira shout out to jay fly with jay my cam op um she's also a veteran so she's just dope and uh, she Stop. ran to the. She's just she's cool like that. Yeah, yeah she's 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 amazing. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. One of the best best uh, person to have on my crew. But um, she ran she ran to go get the camera. But yeah, but it's pouring though. Yeah. She ran to go get it. Me and her both ran, but she took it upon herself to grab it and crawled it like a baby. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, unless it was her sweater, but I think yeah, she probably just threw the sweater on the camera, crawled it like a baby, and then. We ran to my car. But yeah. then again, it's like, it's a beach. So it's like, there's the beach, there's the sand. It's like the picnic area. But then the parking lot is like Separate. across. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a hill too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hill. So yeah. exactly. So again, it's poor. It's gray. 
<laughs> just showering. It felt felt like a like a gridiron. Like for have you ever watched like a member of the Titans? Like the six AM, you know, call and you running yeah. through the rain, conditioning. Like it's like one of those movies. It was it was, it was a movie. <laughs> so it was just me and her just running downhill, do 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 just gunning. She just carrying like they like a football baby and she's just taking off, just going downhill. And um and I end up running past her because she has to get somewhere. So we ran to my car. And um I we ran to my car, I ran past her flying open yes. my back seat and she dove like with the camera in my back seat just dove just whoosh wow yeah and left the camera there closed it and um but yeah that was that was crazy dog that was amazing it was, yeah. it was a movie it was a movie deter- determination yeah yeah to save the baby <laughs> yeah exactly because little red that was a little scary for a second but um but it was all good though yeah yeah but, but yeah, what that a moment! Seems though. like an amazing moment right there. No, yeah, I'm that, imagining it in my head with the with caricatures and, and cartoons. It's like a yeah. running day, like, and then she just dives. Yeah, yeah, literally God, dove. Crazy. I wish she could tell a story. We gotta get her. Yeah, somehow I don't know. <laughs> I want to hear from her perspective what um, she remembered. Yeah, but, but I, definitely that day, moment. everybody there showed such a such a. Um, um, an amount of professionalism because nobody care about themselves being wet, but about the equipment being yeah. in the place where it was safe. Yeah. 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 And it was very important. Um, nobody has to say anything. Everybody no. run with something. You grab, Some, and grab something yeah. and put it inside. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, you get this or you get. No, no. No. Everybody knew that it's they like had fight to or flight. act mm-hmm. right yeah, away. Fight or flight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grab and go. Yeah. I think, I think they saved the my storyboard. And then it was a beautiful Oh, yeah. Afternoon. The storyboards were saved. <laughs> I remember. I think it was like Juanita had Oh, my God. It's like, we try to save them. And they're I, getting like wet. But I was like, oh, my gosh. I totally like forgot. I just yeah. want to say like parentheses. This film would not have been made without those storyboards. Yeah. Those storyboards <laughs> are the best thing ever. We could oh just look and be like, oh, so we haven't recorded this. We have recorded this. So let's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is next. Great. Okay. Yeah. I know I love it it's, it's just like a visual you know and like Letta and I kind of were talking about like oh we should put it on like a poster board I remember she told me that and I've done that before for other little films but it was nice to hear that you you say that because this was like a very professional shoot and she was mm-hmm. like the producer's like no do it I'm like yeah let's do it so I had drew each one of them and I would print out or like yeah like print the ones that we were shooting that day and then just threw it on there and like also in like shooting order sometimes but yeah I like for me I found that easier because you know it's visual medium so shot list is great you know i know like mm. good for dps and stuff but for me like i need to like see what's next mm. so i have all of them yeah i want to like put them all together or something make make a children's book no, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah maybe we can incorporate it in like the credits or something because it's like you know you can see like scene by like shot by shot like you know Definitely. that we planned and like drew everything out and of course we did like the overheads mm-hmm. i remember when we were doing the overheads for um the plane and mm-hmm. like we were in the the den and i don't know if you were in there or not, but i remember it was him and i me and dion mm-hmm. and like we were like trying to like block it and rehearse it like using the den's chairs oh my god yes i was there yeah like they yeah and they had like these little like weird circle chair things and like we were like trying to arrange them and be like okay the camera will be here we're here and i don't know if we knew at that time that only four people could be in the plane i don't know if we were still 
Yeah, I think we found that oh. out on set, actually. I don't know. But we were just trying to figure out, like, how we would do everything. I don't know, but I was really yeah. paranoid about that. <laughs> uh, yes, I know. Super paranoid. See the feature it, you'll understand why. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, the plane. Yes, I remember. <laughs> but, yeah, we did that multiple times when we were planning the shots and everything. Because you'll be oh, like, yeah. what is this? Like, you're pointing at the drawing. You're like, what does that mean? And, like, the shot list. And she's like, what does that mean? I'm like, okay, get up. And, like, we're like, okay, like this. And you're like, would Gerard be here? And like, I'd be here. I'm like, no, I'm Joanna. You're Gerard. And the camera's here. She's like, oh, okay. So it was really, it was really good, like going through. The what she doesn't here. know is, I knew exactly, exactly what it was as soon as I saw it. But I needed her to understand oh, where everything yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, it was a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, and Dion yeah. too. Yeah, it's like Dion. It's you see true. where the camera is, right? It's true. Is it's that true. where it's supposed to be? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah that's a, that's what makes you such a good AD. yeah no honestly it's i've never worked i mean all of you guys to be honest but right now we're gonna highlight Anna. but she's like no stop but yes um yeah i've never worked with like someone like that professional like so knowledgeable because you know so much about film obviously we all studied it but like you do a role that maybe is not like traditionally like creative in the sense but like you have to be creative because you have to like have that eye for like everything and know, okay, based on what I know and I could diagnose from this shot, it's gonna take this much amount of time and like, you know what you're you know what you're signing up for like you're t- like you're telling me and Dion like you know what this entails like you just said, and so that just takes so much knowledge and like, logistically and like business wise and like like that kind of savvy and also like creatively like so shout out Chris Tana Tanahiri. <laughs> um for that yeah i second that yes, she's the best she is she is the best okay. honestly yeah anyway yeah, definitely uh, see a bright future for you I can't you know wait. what i want yeah. to know like, is how was your experience with lighting in the camera angles for all the the in front of the tv montage uh where they're getting the idea of like when they are watching the show media. oh you mean like the Oh, oh, yes, that day. Yes, yes, because we had to do like four different scenes or something like that where it was just in front of the TV, but it was like different times of day. Oh, you mean the chalkboard scenes? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Meant, okay. Those and the Not TV. Not on the couch. Chalkboard it was scenes. like in the living room area. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I remember that I was like, okay, but is it night or day? Oh, yeah. And you were like, ah. Afternoon, I'm like, no. <laughs> I get you. I mean, and then, everything. And then Dio wouldn't help me because he was like, oh, yeah, maybe like four or five o'clock when the sun is like almost there, but not there yet. I'm like, oh my God. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. But they made it work so good. Yeah. And like, just tell me about it yeah about Just that specific uh, time yeah making time look different i mean yeah because i guess for for dps and gaffers it's like it's not just day or night it's like it's day but is it like morning is it noon it's is so it evening yeah. is it time. golden hours is mm-hmm. it blue hours is it twilight you know what i'm saying is it cloudy is it so all of that kind of it's not just as day like because y'all you you like that different yeah. You know, and if you're a photographer or a DP or gaffer, like, you know, like, even the angle of the sun casts shadows at a different angle. You know what I'm saying? So you could tell 
you know, like somebody faked golden hour because your shadows are more so like vertical, but you made the shot really warm. Like that looks fake, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So like DPs and camera people are really sensitive to that. So like you got to like be more specific. Like is this morning or is this like noon? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. You use your, the app, right? A lot. The Sun yes, Sunseeker, if I'm not mistaken, is what it's called. But yeah, really good app for pre-production. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, to get that authentic lighting, you know, mm -hmm. if you want to replicate a certain time, like you were saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or just know how to, you know, even manipulate light, block light. If you have to put, you know, yeah. yeah, if you want to make it look night or make it look evening, even though we're shooting at noon, you know what I mean? So all of that. Is Another app that we, when we were at your house and we were like looking at the shots that we were going to do in the house, you used another app. Called Caterage. Yeah. Caterage. Cater. Maybe I'm saying it wrong, but that's how Caterage, Caterage, tomato, like, tomato. Yeah, you can like make the camera like on your phone, so you can see what it looks like a preview. So you yeah. put in like red. We're gonna use this lens with this filter, and it kind of gives you like like an approximate of what it, it was. Honestly, like. super cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember I was like blocking with you guys. I was like, I'm Joanna. What do I do? Yeah. And then yeah. take the picture. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. Let's put it on the storyboard. No, that was good. I think you have to pay for that too. Um, yeah, you actually do. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we could probably take 30 seconds and give the sponsors of this <laughs> Sure. <laughs> plug. But, um, by. yeah, you actually do have to pay for it. It's probably like $20. Um, when I was like PAing music videos, I'll see the DP and the director use Caterage just to like, cause I guess music videos are slightly different with it. Like pre-production, it's not like as much time for like, you know, for movies, you take like an hour, an hour, or like a month to like pre-production. Yeah. But like mm -hmm. music videos, kind of like more so on site or maybe the day before. But I'll see the DP and director use the Caterage app and just like kind of go through like shots, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna go here, we're gonna start here, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go there. We use this lens, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I seen a DP, a professional DP um, named Philip Lee. He's really cool. Um, he used Caterage. And I'm like, if I wanna take this seriously, I'm maybe I should just buy it, you know, invest yeah. it, you know, invest yeah. in it. So coming to Unnested, I made sure we use that to the full capabilities. Yeah. And you're able to punch in like the camera that you're using, also the lens that you're using. Mm -hmm. And then you could take photos or videos and use it as like storyboards. Yeah. So that it's, really it's pre-production. So you kind of rehearse shots and then mm -hmm. you duplicate the same thing. Yeah. On set. So yeah. And you get it as close, you know. Obviously, you're not gonna have the camera with you on like location scouts and stuff like that, or like rehearsals. But we had that, and it kind of exactly. was like the next best thing. Yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. Even you don't have to even rehearse with like real lenses. You could like see what it looks like within the app first and then you could decide what lens you want to use yeah so this is really good for pre-production all that good stuff yeah it's yeah. the best thing you know just mm -hmm. preparing 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 i've learned that like with this film like the best thing you do is over prepare you know because oh yeah yeah when you're on set the last thing you want to do is like work in that sense like you just want to execute everything you already did like you already planned That's out right. because you just have no time like there's people waiting there's like and of course when you get in the industry it's like time is money literally but with this, I mean, there's so many factors that you can't just be sitting there like, oh, what should we do with this? It's like, nah, every question has to be answered before you even step foot on set. So I think all of us really shined in that like way. You guys are constantly like, okay, what about this? And like, what about that? And like, just making sure like all of our, what is it like, I's were done or T's were crossed, whatever, like making sure everything was, was like on point. So Thank you for that. <laughs> oh my god, because we would have buckled under pressure, and oh my god, I would have yeah. got so stressed on set. And just, yeah, uh, pre-production is major, major key. Yeah, man. yeah, it's everything. I'm so it's glad to hear key. you say that. Yeah, so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, I love it. it. I mean, it's taxing, but I really do like it. Yeah. It is. That's the moment when you solve the problems. That doesn't mean that when you get to be on set, there are not things that are going to appear because it always happens. But the the least you have to deal uh, on set is because you had a good prep. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, you know, you have to check every box, everything. You cannot believe anybody. <laughs> No. You have to double check on that person and make sure that uh, um, everything that you have to have on set yeah. is is pre-produced. Yeah. And it I guess it shows like the experience, you know, like for all of you guys, you've all came in with like different, not levels, but like, different years of experience. And you can really see it like with these questions that like you would ask or the, these potential scenarios that you would present to me. And it's like, oh, wow, like, I didn't even think about that. And it's like, Letta comes in, she's like, oh, we have to make sure that we have this, this. I'm like, oh, snap. So it's just really cool to see, like, once again, like, yeah, once again, like, all the the many, like, types of skill sets that go into filmmaking, which I've always advocate, like, no matter who you are, you should try to get on a set, at least, like, once in your life. If it's an extra or whatever, anyone, it doesn't matter who you are. I think that, like, there's so much when it comes, like, just interpersonal skills and just like logistical skills like learning film it's like honestly like every niche is there and every skill set is like touched upon from like logistics to um again like just socially like how to work with people team building things like that like dion and i talk about that all the time like mm -hmm. like how you learn how to be a better team and stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah so um yeah it's just really cool to see like how all your minds work and then like how they all come together to make like this product you know so yeah fix it in pre <laughs> fix it in pre that part